0: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pads. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alvin. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume Two Podcast is life today. And I am back after a week of being on hiatus. I'm gonna say being on hiatus is in the fact that you've already heard and I've already said it before, but you know, if for any reason you missed it, I had to go away for a while, let's say a while for about a week, to ensure that my girlfriend was okay. And cooking and cleaning and ensuring that she was safe because, holy shit, did COVID did a number on her. Just coughing up a lung, fucking, you know, using the bathroom multiple times during the day and waking up with chills and waking up with a fever. Like, I know some people, they got it worse than others, but goddamn, when you actually see it firsthand, that shit is scary. It really is. But she is able to make a full recovery She is good now, which means I am back to doing what I love to do best, whether it's radio, podcasting, voiceover, whatever the case may be. I am back, and I'm going to give my full attention to you, the listeners, the comic book fanatics, and everyone else in between. I don't know who are the people in between, maybe the casual, but you know what? It's for anyone and everyone. That's how it is. That's how it should be. There was a lot that happened, like, literally this past week, We had a monster kaiju week with Godzilla versus King Kong. And even though that is not a comic book type of a movie, it's more of a monster movie, a kaiju movie. I still want to talk about it, but I'm like, "Eh." maybe on our midweek show, maybe this Thursday. If nothing else is going on, if nothing else is happening, then maybe I will talk about it. But on Friday, we did get The Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 3. And we are going to do our deep dive episode into that. Which I have to say, forewarning by the way, I don't really know if there's really much to talk about because I watched the episode and there were just maybe one or two perspectives that I have that's mostly about Zemo, about the villain. And I was trying to see if there were other ways for me to... Think about something else, think about something that maybe someone has missed like an easter egg or something But I couldn't find anything So if for any reason this episode ends up a little bit shorter than the usuals That's the reason why It's the fact that I can only Harper and tackle so much on one particular idea before moving on to the next And if the idea is so short You know, it's like like filling in dead air for example if that makes any sense, but nevertheless, I will do my best and I will talk about whatever it is that comes to my head. For the Simple reason that we have another Black Widow trailer and it's been postponed to July 9th. So there's that. We got the Venom movie, Let There Be Carnage, and that's been postponed. So there's that. And we got our Johnny Walker Captain America, which I've actually heard is basically being threatened. Yeah. An actor, once again, is being threatened by people for being Captain America. Jesus Christ, what the hell are we even doing? All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout-outs out of the way, shall we? And I'm sure you've heard already. But once again, I do want to give a shout-out to my girlfriend for making a recovery. For making a good recovery. I know that I've been trying to attend to her care and hopefully I did. And even though I annoyed the shit out of her for these past couple of weeks cuz I was in quarantine with her, I care about her deeply. I love her and I always want to make sure that she was okay. So babe, I'm really happy that you are recovering very well and hopefully your family will too. There's nothing to worry about and that's about it. That is about it. And the next time that I see you, we're probably going to go out for a long ass walk. A long-ass walk. But then again, you never want to push anyone that is recovering from COVID because their lungs are actually getting used to recovering. So I've actually heard and did some research that people that recover from COVID actually should not be doing anything strenuous or working out or whatever the case may be because their body is still recovering from everything. And the fact that her sister is... She has no taste and no sense of smell, that shit is scary and that shit is, lack of a better word, fucking frustrating, especially for someone that loves to smell stuff and loves to taste things and loves food and, and everything else, that shit is scary. But I know I'm going a little bit out of a rant here, babe, I'm glad you're recovering, so this shout-out is for you. That's all we have for the shoutouts, even though it's only been one person. Let's go into our deep dive, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 3. That comes up right in a bit. You know, it's funny because I just finished reading a headline before actually coming back to this recording that Sebastian Stan, the actor that plays Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier, that he actually admits, which is pretty hilarious to me and kind of sickening if you truly think about it, he admitted that he ran into a lot of fans that would actually try to reactivate the assassin within him by saying the code word the code words the 17 and honestly that's the only thing I can remember <laughs> and it's funny and very very sickening because it's like oh oh hey I, I've actually paid attention to the words. so let's see if we can actually do it let's see if we can actually activate him and it's like okay what, what would happen if you did you know what that reminds me of just a little sidestep here that reminds me of do you remember Death Note it's probably one of the greatest animes that I've ever made, probably from 2006, if I'm not mistaken? 2006 to 2009-ish? Holy goddamn, it's over. been over 10 years. Not the Netflix movie, fuck that bullshit. No, I'm talking about the actual anime. I remember actually buying a book, the actual Death Note book, because back then in Chinatown, they would have that for souvenirs. And I'm pretty sure they still have that for, like, you know, if you're a collector and whatever. And I kid you not, there was probably a lot of news articles from kids that would actually write down names of the people that they wanted to kill. Once I found that out, I burned my shit right away. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck that noise. Because, you know, all it takes is for one cop to be like, oh, oh, you have an instrument of death. Do you want to get arrested? Fuck that noise. (laughs) God damn! Holy shit. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here. Nostalgia. Anyway, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 3. Not really much to talk about this particular episode. Full of action. Love me some action. And I know you love some action too. But I believe and I know the one that really stole the entire episode is probably Zemo. And it got me thinking... That from Captain America Civil War when Zemo was the villain, even though he was the villain, he didn't really do anything. I mean, I know he was the catalyst that actually brought Iron Man and Captain America to face off against each other. Like he was the reason why the whole Civil War thing actually fought and even transpired to begin with. But then there was something along the lines after the movie was concluded where Zima was just there. He, he was just there. And if you were to take him out in a way, the movie didn't really have an effect on him. I mean, yes, he did kill King T'Chaka. He did frame Bucky Barnes for the murder of him. And it was that moment where you're like, okay, this is not an engaging type of vil- of a villain. This is not, you know, like Loki or Ultron or Thanos. This is just another guy who just did a couple of things, and then we can move on. Because the main premise of the entire movie for Civil War was Team Iron Man versus Team Captain America. Which side are you on? And that was the whole selling point from the very beginning. By the way, I was on Team Iron Man, just pointing that out. I know, I get it, I get it. But hey, you got the hottie Black Widow, and you got Spider-Man. And we got fucking Vision. No one can stop our team. No one. Anyway, but yes, that was the whole main prospect. It was Team Iron Man versus Team Captain America, and Zemo was just there. Now, now in this episode, Zemo is the forefront. He's like he's like the wild card. He's like the I would say not the ultimate chess player, but he's a chess player nonetheless. And he moves certain pieces where he says certain things, and he's like a, a whisper where you know he he tags along with Sam and Bucky and they're trying to find these people they're trying to find the people that are responsible for creating the super soldier serum and I like him in this episode I really did and I'm actually excited to see more of what Zemo is going to do I forgot the actor's name that plays him but he plays the character in a very charismatic type of a role where he knows who he is And he does like to push buttons, but he also resembles the type of person that would stay on the sidelines and just let people do what they do. Hence what he did with Captain America Civil War. So, I found that very very intriguing about him. I like his character a lot. I really do. And I can't wait to see more of him in terms of what he's going to do. I was very surprised on how fast the whole prison break thing even happened. Like, they literally just fast-forward that thing like nothing. I thought when, at the ending of episode two, oh, about season 2, when the ending of episode 2 happened, and then they said, okay, we'll talk to Zemo, I thought they were actually going to go in and try to break him out of prison, and that would be maybe the huge chunk of the episode. Because now the episode runs for, like, 45 to 50 minutes, 54 if you include the credits. It runs for that long... You would think that the a good portion of that episode would be the actual prison break. Because we do like to see that every now and then. We we do like to see that. Nope. Fast forward through that thing, and they were like, all right, we gotta get to it, we gotta get to it, we gotta get to it. So I can understand why some people were disappointed about that, but hey, like I said, we got action. We got we got powerful action. And of course he puts on the mask and it's like he's I would say transformed. Where he puts on the purple mask. By the way, something about that purple mask. I completely forgot where the origins of that purple mask even came from. But I thought, and I'm sure a lot of people thought, because I had a theory on this. I thought he looked up to Thanos so much that he actually heard what Thanos did. And he actually made a mask that resembles Thanos in some type of way. So when he puts it on, he feels like an instrument of death. Like he feels like he's doing his bidding. But from the context of the episode, it seems like he had that mask for a very long time. And it also feels like the show was just giving off fan service. You know, it's like one of those moments where you're like, all right, we're going to put on the mask. You know, because Hot Toys needs to sell merchandise and Hot Toys needs to sell these action figures. Okay, you got the shot. All right, cool. Boom. There you go. All right, cool. Let's keep rolling. So that's what it felt like to me because he could have done his thing without the mask but like i said i don't know too much knowledge about him so maybe someone could go down in the comments below where they can actually explain to me what the origins of the zemo mask came from that'd be one thing but i don't know it was just completely a need in this episode i did enjoy seeing sharon carter i enjoyed seeing sharon carter and Before I continue on, I know there's going to be a lot of dynamic where a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know, Sharon did, you know, make out with with her uncle, Steve, and, you know, because Steve actually went back to be with Peggy. And, you know, if they hooked up and, you know, Peggy was the aunt and surely Steve is her uncle and they had a smooch smooch. Listen, we've seen Game of Thrones... From episode 1 all the way to the god-awful ending of season 8. And we've gotten used to the fact that there's going to be a lot of shows that has incestual relationships. If we can take that, we can take this. Okay, so let's not be... I I don't want to say let's not be babies about it, but... We've seen so much more than just an aunt kissing you know, her uncle or whatever. Plus, if you look up porn sites, you can actually see that. Oh, wait, wait, what? Who said that? Who said that? Whoa, whoa. I, I think I'm getting another person on this podcast episode. And someone said something so outlandish and outrageous. Ooh, I think I should edit that out. Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm having fun, guys. I'm having fun. I was glad to see Sharon Carter. A part of me thought to myself, and a lot of people thought, where the hell did she go when the whole Sokovia Courts thing happened and after Civil War? Like, where the hell did she, did she go? She just fucking disappeared turns out yeah she helped Steve Rogers pretty much break the law after signing the damn document as she was on the run and now she's god knows where Latvia or Russia or whatever hell they are and she can't come back to the states and she has to help them where she like listen you help me I'll help you and that's pretty much it Although you kind of have to think about it where it's like huh she's becoming a criminal by trying to sell off these stolen artifacts and Monumental pieces and the Monet and whatever the hell she has. Hmm. And Peggy would not approve. Aunt Peggy would not approve. But I think the one of the other highlights was at the ending of the episode where a member from Wakanda, one of the female warriors, a lot of people thought it was a Koye, it's not a Koye. Come on, it's not a Koye. It's one of the other ones where she's like, Where is Zemo? Because let's face it. Wakanda has not forgotten that this motherfucker killed King T'Chaka. They have not forgotten that shit. And even though it was Black Panther slash King T'Challa's job to bring him to justice, he didn't do it. He spared him. You think Wakanda is going to, you know, set by and be like, Yeah, hello, White Wolf. Yeah, we know you brought him out. And we want him. We want to kill him. I can't put on a Wakandan episode. <laughs> I can't put on an accent. I really can't. <laughs> I might be going to try to. But it's going to be very interesting because now Bucky is in this heart space where he has to do what he has to do to ensure that the super soldiers are stopped. But he has to help out Zemo. At the same time, he doesn't want to betray Wakanda for them helping him out so now the dynamic is actually intertwined it's actually twisted up and now it's going to be at the point where he's going to have to force to choose so i'm excited to see where they're going to go this you know this stepping forward i do believe zemo is going to steal more episodes with just how he is cuz he's like very articulate and he's very you can tell he's a slime ball, but he is a very honest slime ball. And there's just something about him now where it's like, okay, I, I can get behind that guy. All right, he's a piece of shit, but I can get behind him. It's all good. It's all good, baby. It's all good. I'm excited to see where it happens next. Episode four coming up on Friday. Can't wait to see where they're going to go. Whew, that was a long one. Actually, it wasn't really that long. It was about, you know, 15, 17 minutes, I would say. For the final sessions, sessions, (laughs) for the final points of this episode, I want to give maybe a little bit of a reflection on everything that's been going on. I am very disappointed that Black Widow once again is being postponed again. And the fact that they have another trailer, which I, I have not seen any other trailers aside from the first one parts of the second and i don't even want to even fathom if it's even going to get postponed again at this point i'm i'm done i'm done i'll see it when i see it i am not looking forward to it as much as i want to or used to anymore because they keep on having these delays and i know for the fact that they are going to have this paywall this 30 dollars paywall for premium access on disney plus as well as going to the theaters now me and Tom Aglio, my good boy, you know my man, ride and die man. He and I spoke about this, where he's like, I asked him, would we spend money to actually go and watch this at home, or would we actually go and see and see it in theaters? And it's up to your discretion in terms of what you want to do. But if you do want to see it on theaters, obviously make sure that you're protected, vaccine, and you know wear a mask and all that other stuff. If you feel comfortable seeing it at your own home, you're essentially paying more than the price itself. Or then again, I'm in New York, and Connecticut is right near me. The most I paid for a ticket was about twenty bucks. So if I can actually go to a theater near me, where they do, where they are hosting it, maybe in the city or something. I think I'll probably spend around 15 maybe a couple of extra dollars more for popcorn and a soda, assuming that someone wants to come with me or else I'll see it alone. That's fine. But I guess the point that I'm trying to make is if you're excited for Black Widow, kudos, power to you. Me, there's a huge part of me that just doesn't care anymore. And it's really sad for me to say that, but there's just a huge part of me that just doesn't give a shit. I will see it. When I see it, and I think news has happened that this will be her last Marvel movie. So, what does that mean? Are we going to get her back? Probably not. But if this is her last one, and this is her, if this is her last hurrah, which we shouldn't gotten we should have gotten years ago, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. What other news has been going on? Hmm. What else did I say from the beginning of the episode? Godzilla versus King Kong. I will do a review on that midweek. So be prepared for that. Or be excited for that to be exact. I know there's been some other news. Some other rumors have been going on. Especially with Spider-Man. And some kind of person confirming that Tobey Maguire. Oh, there's a beep. There's some kind of person that is confirming. That Tobey Maguire is actually going to be in it. So... We'll see how far that's going to go. We'll see. Because, again, there's been a lot of rumors. And I know it's going to be over flooded with characters. But then, at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, all right, December. December is on. And as long as... This is how I see it. If you don't think about it, it's going to happen quickly. And this year is really going to test our patience in terms of what movies are actually coming out by a specific time. Because, once again, Venom, as I said earlier, is being postponed. Although, I'm not giving up on that yet because I'm a huge fan of the symbiotes. I really am. I'm a huge fan of the symbiotes. And I do really want to see Venom, let there be carnage. And please, for love of God, let it to be rated R. We need it to be rated R. That's all I ask for. That is all I ask for. But aside from that, pretty much nothing else has been going on. You know, we got our little bits and pieces and certain rumors, but nothing that really, really captures my attention. So with that being said, like I said from the beginning, this is going to be a short episode, so we will end it right here and now. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside Comics Volume 2 podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I know I've been away for a while, but... You know, family duties, family calls, and I did not want to just leave my girlfriend high and dry because I had to keep an eye on her nearly 24-7. But I am back, and we are back to our usual schedule, Monday and Thursday nights. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up, Voice of Garcia on Twitter and Instagram, or you can go on my website, voiceofgarcia.com, and you can find the podcast, you scroll down on Spotify or iTunes, whichever you prefer, whichever the case may be. If you are an Apple user or an Android user, that is up to you. And if that's not enough, you can go to our Facebook group, OTC Fanatics. There's always other people like Laura, like many others that post stuff, whether it's news, something related, whether it's content or whatever the case may be. You can post whatever you want as well. Just please be respectful of each other. You know the deal. And as always, and as always, if you want to be on the episode yourself, if you want to talk about anything, you let me know. We will set up a schedule, we will set up a date, and it'll be your platform. It'll be your platform, it'll be your way of hyping something up, talking about whatever it is you want. If you don't want to talk about comic books, that's okay. That's okay. We we didn't even have exclusive content, maybe. It could be your exclusive content, so we'll see. Like anything else, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from the Falcon himself. Every time something gets better for one group, it gets worse for another. And my reaction to that is this. I know I am related a lot to COVID and relate a lot to the situation that we're going through. But let's continue to beat this thing as best we can. I'm just going to end it at that. Tune in Thursday, Thursday night, where we will talk probably the Godzilla and King Kong movie. I will do a review about that. I will also talk about all of the other hilarious happening that goes on in the world of comic book news, games, stories, whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through. Peace out.